It's time for the most interactive radio program in Las Vegas today. It's time for Pushing the Limits with Brian Shapiro. Brian will talk sports, politics, entertainment, and anything that matters to you. Feel free to call Brian at 702-221-7283. You want answers? I want the truth! Now pushing the limits, here's Brian Shapiro. All right, what's up, everybody? Happy Tuesday. It is Pushing the Limits. So glad you could join us broadcasting everywhere. Of course, on the KSHB AM FM signal. Our YouTube channel, at PTL Radio Show, TikTok, Twitter, Twitch, we're all over the place. The Facebook fan page, and we're glad you made us a part of your afternoon. Big show lined up for you today. She's running for U.S. Senate as a Republican. We always get into very heated, spirited debates, and I don't expect today to be any different. Rhonda Kennedy's coming in studio. Glad that she'll be here. We'll have a good conversation. She's coming up at the bottom of the hour. Oh, boy. Is there a lot to get to today? A lot to talk about. Um, of course, we're going to get into uh, Jenna Ellis crying in the courtroom. We'll get into that. But I want to start off with this. So House Republicans have selected Tom Emmer to be the nominee for the next House Speaker. There's a reason why Donald Trump doesn't want Emmer to be the next House Speaker. Because he's not a crazy MAGA Republican compared to some of the other morons that wanted to be the House Speaker that put their name in the ring, so to speak. Donald Trump on Truth Social today, or as I like to call it, Lie Social, said, I have many wonderful friends wanting to be Speaker of the House, and some are truly great warriors, but Rhino Tom Emmer, who I do not know well, is not one of them. He never respected the power of a Trump endorsement or the breadth and scope of MAGA, make America great again. Now, what does that mean? It means he didn't kiss the ring of Donald Trump. He certified the 2020 election results. And if you certify the election results and you don't kiss the feet of the orange turd, Donald Trump goes after you on his truth social. Trump also went on to say he fought me all the way and actually spent more time defending Ilhan Omar than he did me. He is totally out of touch with Republican Voters, I believe he has now learned his lesson because he is saying that he is pro-Trump all the way, but who can ever be sure? Has he only changed because that's what it takes to win? The Republican Party cannot take that chance because that's not where the America First votes are. Voting for a globalist rhino like Tom Emmer would be a tragic mistake. So that post was given out about an hour ago from the broadcast today. And then yesterday, Donald Trump was asked about Emmer. And Donald Trump said, oh, no, he's fine. I have respect for him. We had a great conversation yesterday. I mean, does that surprise anybody that Donald Trump is lying? Of course not. Before I get to Tom Emmer, I I just want to run down the list of some of the right-wing idiots that Donald Trump would love to see as House Speaker. One of them who has kissed the Trump ring Since Trump decided to run for office, Representative Kevin Hearn, who said that he'd be willing to be the next House Speaker. Well, let's learn a little bit about Kevin Hearn. An absolute loyalist for Donald Trump, Hearn is occasionally, I shouldn't say occasionally, consistently, just about all the time, stood by and defended the former president during his career in Congress, including all the unsubstantiated claims that the 2020 election was stolen. 
Kevin Hearn is an election denier. He is a right-wing buffoon. He's a liar. He wants to take all of your votes away, whether you vote Republican or Democrat or wherever. He doesn't believe in democracy. Doesn't think anything really serious happened on January 6th either. He certainly doesn't think Donald Trump should take any responsibility for that. And Hearn was one of the 126 Republicans who signed an amicus brief advocating for a Supreme Court case brought by the state of Texas, alleging that the election was stolen. Of course, the courts made the right decision, and they declined to hear this case. He later voted against certifying the 2020 election on January 6, 2021, alongside 146 other idiots on the right in the House. Donald Trump would love to see Kevin Hearn be the next House Speaker because he's a radical right-wing MAGA Republican. Another one is Mr. Scott, who's been a very vocal defender of McCarthy, criticizing the Republicans who voted to remove the California Republican as Speaker. The Georgia lawmaker said Republican leadership will have to decide to either hold these members accountable or lose the faith of the rest of the conference. He also said the eight Republicans who supported Joe Biden and the Democrats desire to remove Kevin McCarthy as Speaker are nothing more than grifters who've been handing control of the House to the Democratic Party in the name of their own glory and fundraising. Well, I would respectfully disagree with that, Mr. Scott. I really wouldn't call Matt Gates somebody who aligns himself with the Democrat Party. So Scott is just a little bit butthurt. Uh, Byron Donalds, do I even really need to get into him? I guess I will. Uh, another MAGA Republican. Uh, Donald's hasn't, uh, hidden the criminal charges in, uh, he, he at least attempted to hide, uh, the criminal charges in his past. I remember, you know, going back to 1997, Mr. Donald's, because, you know, the Republican party, they call themselves the law and order party, right? Well, he was selling weed. That case was dismissed with a, uh, pretrial diversion program. And then, you know, the Republicans seem to love to bribe people. Uh, in 2000, there was a pri- bribery charge that was later expunged and is no longer available as a public record. In a 2014 television interview, he says, still serves as his official statement on the matter. Donald said, 15 years ago, I came in contact with a girl. She offered me a thousand for my debit card and my pin number. He said, I never got thousand dollars, but I had to make restitution to the bank in excess of seven thousand. I don't believe Mr. Donald's at all. I think he's a liar. And again, Byron Donald's is somebody who believes in all this election interference and, and election integrity and the 2020 election was stolen. Yes, Joe Biden is president, but look at all the things that happened in 2020. He's a brown noser for Donald Trump. He's more interested in Hunter Biden's penis than he actually would ever bring up the 91 felony counts that Donald Trump is facing. And it seems to me the only gun that Byron Donalds cares about was the unloaded gun that Hunter Biden had for 11 days and, by the way, didn't commit a crime with it. So that's Byron Donalds for you. He is an absolute right wing MAGA moron, another person that Donald Trump would love to see as House Speaker. Then there's Mike Johnson. Mike Johnson proposed a controversial bill back in 2015 named the Marriage and Conscience Act that some saw, and they're right, as discriminatory towards the LGBTQ community. And again, Mike Johnson is somebody that doesn't want to talk about gun control. He doesn't want to talk about all of our kids that are being gunned down in our schools, but he'll talk about drag queen reading. Oh, yeah. 
He'll attack drag queens and he'll attack the LGBTQ community. Just look at his voting record alone in this bill that he tried to pass. And back in 2020, Johnson signed the amicus brief alongside over 100 other House Republican idiots supporting a Texas lawsuit that aimed to overturn the 2020 election results in Georgia. He said, President Trump called me this morning to let me know how much he appreciates the amicus brief we are filing on behalf of members of Congress. Oh, I bet he did appreciate that. I bet he did. Make no mistake about it. Mike Johnson, an ultra far right MAGA Republican and another guy that Donald Trump would love to see as Speaker of the House. How about Mr. Sessions and his voting record? which seems to be in line with most House conservatives. He voted against the Bipartisan Safer Communities Act, gun safety legislation led by U.S. Senator John Cotton. I'm sorry, John Cornman. In the wake of the Robb Elementary School shooting in Uvalde, Texas, he is also against abortion and voted against legislation uh, against same-sex marriage last year. So again, Another far-right MAGA Republican who has kissed the ring of Donald Trump, who voted against certifying the votes in 2020, who is against gay marriage, who talks about drag queen reading, who refuses to do anything when it comes to gun control, even days and weeks after the Uvalde, Texas shooting in the state that he presides in. That's all you need to know about Mr. Sessions. The only gun, again, that he cares about is Hunter Biden's unloaded gun that he had for 11 days. Another MAGA idiot and another far-right conspiracy theorist that Donald Trump would love to see as the next Speaker of the House. And then there's Mr. Palmer, Representative Palmer. Alabama's candidate for Speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives, he suggested earlier this year, That God, yes, God, gave him clarity to break a campaign promise and run for a six-term in office. Now, he promised that he would not run again, and he was for term limits. But when you see, when a far-right Republican lies, in this case, it was Mr. Palmer that lied in his campaign promises, he doesn't own up to it and call himself a liar, which he is. He uses the excuse of God and he hides behind his religion. That's what Mr. Palmer did. He was first elected, by the way, back in 2014 and broke that promise when he announced he would seek a sixth term. And of course, the announcement unleashed a lot of criticism. The national group advocating uh, for citizen legislators and those term limits pledged Palmer signed back in 2014. They've been a critic and... Again, isn't this par for the course? Because the people out there that commit sins, the people out there that lie, and in this case, some of the people that are in office that lie and break a promise when they're campaigning, when they're caught in a lie or they go back on their word, whatever you want to call it, they hide behind their religion. It's what these so many people on the alt-right do. And they use the excuse of God. Well, I was allowed to lie. Because God told me to, and he said it was okay. You want to talk about people that are completely full of crap. Palmer, another guy that I'm sure Donald Trump would be very happy with if he was the next speaker. 
Now, as I mentioned, it appears as though Tom Emmer could get the votes. I don't know if he will. He needs 217 votes. And Ohio Republican Representative Dave Joyce said he's willing to bring up his resolution to empower interim speaker Patrick McHenry, but said he doesn't know when the breaking point for the rest of the conference will be. It looks like Emmer could be short, and he might not be able to reach that 217-vote threshold. But uh, Joyce said his new resolution would do just that so they can continue to have conversations until they get the numbers. Now, there are Republicans out there, the ultra-MAGA Republicans that say, Emmer is not conservative enough. Now, compared to the right-wing whack jobs out there, I guess to them, he's not. I don't consider Emmer a wacky far-right MAGA moron, but I don't agree with Emmer either, and I'll get into that. But Representative Jim Banks is rallying against Emmer. He said there are dozens of members that won't vote for him at this point. The Indiana Republican added that there's been heated discussion going on in the GOP conference meeting at the microphones during a closed-door roll call vote. This is just another example and another day of proof that Republicans do not know how to govern. He said, I'm a conservative. I came to Washington to fight for conservative values. First of all, what does he even mean by that? Fighting for conservative values is voting for the orange turd? Voting for Cheeto Jesus, a guy that's a liable rapist who's facing 91 felony counts? Are those your conservative values that you're talking about, sir? He went on to say, I can't go along with putting one of the most moderate members of the entire Republican conference in the speaker's chair. That betrays the conservative values that I came here to fight for. So that betrays conservative values, but supporting a liable rapist and a guy that incited an insurrection, that doesn't. Another right-wing idiot. He said, I hope there's a change along the way. Yeah, I do too. I hope people like you get out of office. Representative Chip Roy, who supported Gymnasium Jordan when he was the nominee, he refused to discuss why he voted present in the roll call vote because he's a coward. Um, And uh, he said, I'm not going to talk about how I voted. And Representative Scott Perry of Pennsylvania also raised concerns about Emmer's speakership bid. But any of these MAGA Republicans and these people on the far right who refuse to certify the 2020 election, they're totally okay with any of these MAGA morons as speaker. But God forbid a guy like Emmer, who actually certified the 2020 election. And by the way, Emmer is not perfect in all of this. Is he a crazy right-wing lunatic like some of those people that I listed? No, he's not. By normal standards, I'd say he would be an extremist too. But in 2023, I would say he's not. He's probably more moderate than most of the Republicans in office today. But he's not as moderate as you think. Because in the aftermath of the 2020 election, Emmer made baseless claims that there was, quote, questionable practices in the 2020 presidential election. Now, there was no evidence. He didn't put forth any evidence, just like nobody else has. But he kept on saying that and repeating that over and over again because just about everybody in his party was. So he kind of joined the gang, so to speak, the gang of liars and conspiracy theorists. And then Emmer, remember, signed the amicus brief in support of the last-ditch Texas lawsuit seeking to throw out the results in this key swing state. Of Texas and others. 
You're going to call this guy moderate? Again, I guess compared to some of the MAGA morons out there, I guess he is. The comments and actions that show that Emmer absolutely and positively used that same election denial language that so many of his far-right idiots used at that time and today. It was actually Emmer that suggested, like other MAGA Republicans, that mail-in ballots might have skewed the election against Trump. Again, zero evidence to prove that. That is another baseless lie. And he went along with it and he made those statements. I don't know if that's somebody I would characterize as a moderate. I have his quote here, if you don't believe me. He said, I think that you will see the courts, if nothing else, This president is making sure that he stays focused and his team stays focused on these questionable election practices. What is Emmer talking about? What questionable election practices? What is he referring to? Donald Trump's own attorneys had 61 opportunities in court to put forth evidence of these so-called alleged questionable election practices. They never were able to do so, though. Interesting, isn't it? Very interesting. He says, we're going to find out if it's accurate how much they skewed the outcome of the election in Georgia and elsewhere. Um, It was accurate. It was found out that you have absolutely no idea what you were talking about back then. And many of the MAGA Republicans still don't today. Now, luckily, Emmer isn't speaking like this now, but he did speak about this back then. He said, I had one of my colleagues telling me in Georgia that where we got voter ID, we're doing great. Where we can't reasonably identify the voter, we're getting killed. Um, there's no evidence of that either. You got killed because Joe Biden was the better candidate and the overwhelming majority of Americans in this country voted for Joe Biden over Donald Trump. I was one of them. That's why Republicans got killed. That's why. And Emmer spoke to a local news outlet back in December, 2020, attacking the press like a Carrie Lake, right? Or Donald Trump. He attacked the press for calling the race for Joe Biden, which is, by the way, completely idiotic. Here's what he said about that. He said, everybody has the right to count every vote. Right now, we're in a process where the media wants to call the race. The media wants to create this situation that they're the ones that determine whether people are done with the process. So let me explain something to Mr. Emmer and to some of you MAGA morons out there. I'll I'll try to speak very slowly and distinctly. So maybe you'll understand. Every single vote doesn't have to be counted for the media to call an election. Example, you don't have to be a mathematician to understand that if there are not enough people in districts to vote for the Republican in this instance, and it's virtually mathematically impossible, even if all the votes haven't been counted, it is totally fine for a member of the media or a media outlet to call an election. But you see, Mr. Emmer doesn't seem to understand that, or if he does understand that, he's just throwing red meat to Republicans. He said it's about making sure that everybody, people that voted for Joe Biden, people who voted for Donald Trump, or people who voted for anybody else, that they know every legitimate vote is counted and they have confidence in the outcome. What does that have to do with the media calling an election? Every single vote was legitimately counted, so you're wrong about that in throwing out these conspiracy theories. And number two, I say again, Every vote doesn't have to be counted in order for a member of the media or a media outlet to call an election for somebody because there's math involved, sir. 
And this is the person who a lot of people would label as too moderate on the right. People would say he's too moderate. He's not conservative enough. In 2023, I guess they're right. Emmer said there's a process. The process is the votes are cast. If there's a question, there are recounts. No, that's not true. If there's a question that is not solidified as real, like, for example, if there's an election and somebody says, oh, I don't know, the election was stolen, uh, Joe Biden stole the election, the Democrats cheated, that doesn't mean everybody puts their hands up and says, oh boy, we better have a recount. No, that's not how it works. That's what Donald Trump did. And there was no evidence, even close, of widespread voter fraud or fraud that even constitute a recount. So that's a lie. You can't just put up your hand and say, hey, I question the election. No, there has to be some basis, in fact, some evidence out there. And the courts ruled there wasn't. So once again, Mr. Emmer is wrong. And this is the guy that could be the next House Speaker. Holy smokes. And Emmer later defended his voting record in signing the amicus brief in support of that Texas lawsuit that I talked about, filed by Attorney General Ken Paxton, who is another right wing nut job, uh, to invalidate 62 electoral votes in swing states won by Biden, which would have effectively thrown the election to Trump. The lawsuit, of course, was rejected by the U.S. Supreme Court. So in closing here, Emmer is not labeled as a MAGA Republican. I wouldn't label him as a MAGA Republican. He's not an extremist today. He's not somebody on the far right. And because he certified the 2020 election, now Donald J. Trump is going after him. He says Tom Emmer would be a tragic mistake. Has nothing to do with his credentials. Has nothing to do with his resume. And it doesn't even have anything to do with him not being conservative enough. It's got everything to do with him not kissing the feet of Donald Trump enough, not kissing the ring of Donald Trump, trying to distance himself from Donald Trump. That's why Donald Trump doesn't want him to be the House Speaker, because you see, if you don't kiss the ring of Donald Trump, he's going to go after you. But the good news for you is you're probably not going to go to jail. You're probably not going to be a convicted felon. You're probably not going to be doing what Jenna Ellis was doing in a courtroom earlier today. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Former Trump legal advisor Jenna Ellis accepted a plea deal today, and she's the fourth of now 19 co-defendants in the Georgia election submersion case to plead guilty, and she is now the third in less than a week. So she pleaded guilty to one count of aiding and abetting false statements and writings, according to a court filing before she pleaded guilty in court. Now, let me be very clear on this before I play the audio. Jenna Ellis, now for months and months, thought this was all a big joke. If you don't believe me, just look at her booking photo where she's smiling. She thought it was funny. And then on social media, she's been telling everybody how innocent she was and about how it would be proven in court, attacking people, joking with people. She thought this all was a funny game. Until she had to actually face the music, go into a courtroom and strike a plea deal. And this is Jenna Elvis this morning in court. And it's interesting because it doesn't sound like she's laughing. Have a listen to this. Thank you, Your Honor, for the opportunity to address the court. As an attorney who is also a Christian, I take my responsibilities as a lawyer very seriously. 
and I endeavor to be a person of sound moral and ethical character in all of my dealings. In the wake of the 2020 presidential election, I believed that challenging the results on behalf of President Trump should be pursued in a just and legal way. I endeavored to represent my client to the best of my ability. I relied on others, including lawyers with many more years of experience than I, to provide me with true and reliable information, especially since my role involved speaking to the media and to legislators in various states. What I did not do, but should have done, Your Honor, was to make sure that the facts the other lawyers alleged to be true were in fact true. In the frenetic pace of attempting to raise challenges to the election in several states, including Georgia, I failed to do my due diligence. I believe in and I value election integrity. If I knew then what I know now, I would have declined to represent Donald Trump in these post-election challenges. I look back on this whole experience with deep remorse. For those failures of mine, Your Honor, I have taken responsibility already before the Colorado Bar who censured me, and I now take responsibility before this court and apologize to the people. No, I just, I, I, I'm sorry. I think she's a liar. The only reason why she feels remorse now is because she is guilty. She pled guilty. Um, I don't believe she ever took her job seriously because if she did, she would have never gotten involved in this in the first place. She's completely full of crap. She thought this was all a big joke. She thought she'd get off scot-free, slap on the wrist. And when the evidence was overwhelming against her, she was forced to plead guilty because it was the best sort of sentence she could get. And prosecutors are recommending a five-year probationary period, a $5,000 fine. But here's the important part of this, ladies and gentlemen, besides pleading guilty. She now will be testifying truthfully. At least she's been told to testify truthfully, which I would imagine she's not going to perjure herself. Uh, at all future hearings involving co-defendants could be Donald Trump. I don't believe she's deeply remorseful. I only believe she feels sorry for herself after she was forced to plead guilty in this plea deal. She never took this seriously. She's another crony. And it's just a matter of hours before Donald Trump starts to go after Jenna Ellis as he went after Sidney Powell and others. Because as soon as they plead guilty and as soon as there's a plea deal and as soon as Donald Trump finds out that they might actually testify against him, then and only then he goes on the attack. I could go all the way back to Michael Cohen and I haven't even begun to talk about that trial. Michael Cohen, Donald Trump's go-to guy, the fixer, the attorney. Donald Trump had nothing but nice things to say about Michael Cohen until Michael Cohen had to take the fall and he had to go to jail. And then all of a sudden when he found out that Michael Cohen was going to jail and turning on Donald Trump, then Donald Trump, and only then, did Donald Trump try to discredit Michael Cohen. It's a play page from the Orange Turd Playbook, ladies and gentlemen. As soon as somebody pleads guilty, as soon as somebody is going to chirp, Donald Trump turns on them. He only hires the best people until they tell the truth and they turn against him. And then all of a sudden, he didn't hire the best people, even though he would never admit that. That is what is going on with Jenna Ellis, and that is virtually what is going on to almost everybody that has surrounded themselves around Donald Trump, that has brown-nosed Donald Trump, that has been one of Donald Trump's legal advice or attorneys, somebody that worked for Donald Trump. So many of these people are either, they either turn into convicted felons, they're convicted in a court of law, or they file for bankruptcy. How's Rudy Giuliani doing these days, huh? Having to sell his own house, can't even pay his attorney fees, uh, has to sell his his place of... Uh, his home in Manhattan. How is uh, the My Pillow idiot Mike Lindell doing these days? How's he doing? Can't even pay his own attorneys. You see, when you decide to brown nose Donald Trump and you lie for Donald Trump and in some cases commit crimes for Donald Trump, not only does he not help you, 
not only does he not have your back, but he will try to threaten you. He will try to go after you verbally, whatever the case may be, intimidation tactics, and you will never hear from him again because that's who Donald Trump is. He's not just a traitor in many cases to people that have had personal relationships with him. He is a traitor to this country, ladies and gentlemen, and he has always been and he always will be. And that is not going to change. So I don't know who's going to be the next House Speaker. I would certainly rather have this guy, Tom Emmer, than a lot of the other idiots on the far right and these MAGA Republicans. But uh, again, the Republican Party is in shambles and they prove that they do not know how to govern. And this is just par for the course for the Republican Party today. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, she is Rhonda Kennedy. She is running as U.S. for a U.S. senator. She is a Republican, and we always get into really good debates on this show. Looking forward to it. Rhonda Kennedy joining us next. You're listening to Pushing Limits right here on KSHP. Are you struggling to find a pizza place that reminds you of Brooklyn? That true blue New York style pie? Well, worry no more. Stallone's Italian Eatery Pizza is a knockout. We're located at 467 East Silverado Ranch Boulevard, just off of Premier Road, half a mile east of South Point Casino, just minutes from the Las Vegas Strip. Come by and grab a slice of pie. Plus, check out our Brooklyn-inspired Italian cuisine. Our sandwiches are super. Hero, that is. Because why be a sub when you can be a hero? Stallone's Italian Eatery is here to serve you phenomenal food, Vegas. Forget about it. It's Brian Shapiro from Pushing the Limits here. I want to tell you guys about my good friends at the Postal Annex. They have a notary signing agent, on-site daily, no appointment needed, and they offer a full-scale of printing services from shipping labels to documents, business cards, banners, photos, and business signage. They're your passport service headquarters. They offer passport photos, and they can renew your adult passports. If you're traveling in a hurry, they can get those passports to you within seven days or less. Mailbox rentals with a physical street address, and they also receive your packages from Amazon, UPS, FedEx, USPS, and more. Here's the best part. If you're a Pushing the Limits listener, they have an introductory rate of only 39 bucks for a three-month service. You can't beat it. Give them a call. 702-873-8005. Check them out at 6130 West Flamingo Road. It's the Postal Annex. Tell them I sent you. Buying or selling a home is a huge life event that requires guidance from an expert in the industry and community. My name is Blake Wynn. You may recognize my name as my grandfather was the best governor the state of Nevada has ever had. Growing up in Las Vegas, I've come to know this community intricately. Now, I am raising a family here as well. So I understand all the issues impacting our home and quality of life. As the top realtor for the number one real estate team at Keller Williams, you can have confidence in my experience, knowledge, and track record. When it comes to buying, selling, or investing in real estate, choose a name you can trust and someone who understands the community you call home. Call Blake Wynn today, 
and experience the difference of a trusted expert. 702-540-3311. The Klondike Casino is a friendly local spot that features their signature restaurant, the Klondike Grill, serving up fresh food fast. Open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner just off the 95 freeway on Sunset Road in Henderson. You will find the Klondike Casino, featuring all your favorite games from the strip in the comfort of a neighborhood casino. You can place a bet at their full-service sports book or start your day with a breakfast plate that comes with your choice of potato and toast. Or check us out for lunch or dinner and try one of our many sandwiches, like the popular beer-battered fish sandwich or the Philly cheesesteak. Check out the full menu at klondikesunset.com. Is your dog suffering from a sensitive stomach? Hi, it's Kelly the Cookie Lady from Mooch's Munchies. Our dogs had super sensitive tummies and I needed to find a low-fat treat that wouldn't give them gas or other issues. Most of the treats on the market were loaded with fillers, chemicals, and chicken fat. Many of them weren't even food. Well, I knew I could do better, so I developed Mooch's Munchies and I'm happy to be able to share them with you. Stop by our store or our website, moochesmunchies.com and find out why we say that Mooch's Munchies are totally possum. Welcome to Hash House A Go-Go, where we've been serving farm food and crafted cocktails for over two decades. Visit us for the full Hash House experience at any of our five Las Vegas locations. Hash House A Go-Go is where old school meets new and gets twisted. We bring people together over good food and fun. Come in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and come hungry because our portions are huge. Visit us online to see our entire menu at hashhouseagogo.com. Hash House A Go-Go. It's a Midwest thing, and there's nothing else like it. Welcome to Hash House A Go-Go. Is your dog suffering from a sensitive stomach? Hi, it's Kelly the Cookie Lady from Mooch's Munchies. Our dogs had super sensitive tummies and I needed to find a low-fat treat that wouldn't give them gas or other issues. Most of the treats on the market were loaded with fillers, chemicals, and chicken fat. Many of them weren't even food. Well, I knew I could do better, so I developed Mooch's Munchies and I'm happy to be able to share them with you. Stop by our store or our website, moochesmunchies.com, and find out why we say that Mooch's Munchies are totally possum. Vegas has Italian ice. Philly Freeze Me Italian Ice, also known as water ice, is 100% authentic Italian ice made with authentic recipes and fresh ingredients. Philly Freeze Me is also vegan. Try a single flavor or mix it up and taste test multiple flavors like watermelon and cotton candy or strawberry lemonade and mango. It can be adult-friendly with alcohol-infused flavors. Two area locations open until 8 p.m. every day. Follow Philly Freeze Me on social media at Philly Freeze Me or online at phillyfreezeme.com. Immersive Disney Animation is the groundbreaking experience of a lifetime, featuring the animated sights and sounds of Disney's most iconic films, from The Lion King to Frozen to Encanto and more. Step into the magic of Disney's greatest characters. Immersive Disney Animation is now open at Lighthouse Art Space Las Vegas at the Shops at Crystals. Tickets at DisneyImmersive.com. Brought to you by the producers of Immersive Van Gogh. Hi, Doug Basham here. Join me Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 12 noon right here on KSHP AM 1400, 107.1 FM, and on major social media sites. As always, I'll tell you what your conservative, corporate-controlled, right-wing propaganda hate media isn't. You're welcome. That's Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 12 noon right here on KSHP. Be there. 
Ground-shaking forces return to the strip at Las Vegas Motor Speedway for the NHRA Nevada Nationals this weekend. Competition is fierce as the NHRA countdown to the championship enters the final two events. Who will win? Who will fall? Who will take it all? Don't miss this action-packed weekend when 11,000 horsepower, 300 mile per hour, nitro drag racing shakes the strip. Kids 12 and under are free in general admission and every ticket's a pit pass. Get your tickets today at LVMS.com for the NHRA Nevada Nationals this weekend. Welcome back. It is Pushing the Limits on a Tuesday. Thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate it. A lot going on in the world right now. That is for sure. Uh, I, I have to mention this because uh, congratulations to the Las Vegas Aces. They had their parade last night. Um, I'll probably give a few more opinions on that tomorrow. What I thought was great, what I thought was not so great. Get into that tomorrow. Um Vegas Golden Knights playing against the Philadelphia Flyers tonight. I love to watch the Houston Astros go down last night. The Cheaters, they went down. That was fun. And uh, the Raiders suck. Other than that, everything's great. Uh, yes. You said something Sorry. wrong. What did I say? It is the undefeated Golden Knights. Yeah, that's true. They haven't lost a game yet. Eventually, they'll probably lose a game, right? What do you think the odds are on going a full NHL season without losing a hockey game? Uh, a million to one, maybe? I guarantee they won't. Ever. 20 million to one? 100 million to one? A billion to one? I put it at a billion to one. Yeah. If anybody wants to wager me a dollar, I'll give you a billion dollars. Uh, wait, I don't have a billion dollars. That would be... Uh, something Donald Trump would do. That wouldn't be fair business practice. Anyway, that was a joke for my next guest. Uh, joining me right now in studio, ladies and gentlemen, she is running for U.S. Senator. She is a civil rights attorney, and we always have good debates when she comes in studio. Of course, I'm talking about Rhonda Kennedy, who's joining us today, who told me she has a lack of sleep, so I might have one over on her today, but I said that might make the discussion better because it might even get more heated. Anyway, Rhonda, thank you so much for being here. How are you? I'm well. Thanks for having me, Brian. It's always a pleasure. Of course. Uh, we have a lot to get to. I haven't talked to you in a while. Um, let me start with this. What do you make of the news today that Jenna Ellis has pleaded guilty? Sidney Powell has pleaded guilty. We have these plea deals that are uh, in effect. Obviously, Donald Trump is not happy about it. He shouldn't be. What do you make of all these people going down? Uh, I know it's not unusual in a RICO trial when you have a lot of indictments where you have people that cop plea deals. Uh, this is not unusual, but these are people that claim that they were innocent, that they didn't do anything wrong. And now all of a sudden, boop, gu plead guilty, plea deal. What do you make of that? Well, you know, unless you've like been inside the justice system and understand like the pressure that's put on defendants, there's a lot of innocent people who um, cop to deals. They, they plead guilty because when you're facing an exuberant amount of time in prison, um, taking probation, pleading guilty and taking probation is, sounds really good. And so that is just because they pled guilty doesn't mean that they're actually guilty. Well, I mean, when you plead guilty, you're found guilty in a court of law. I think most people would call that guilty. I mean, well, under the law, sure, you pled guilty, but that doesn't mean that, that you actually are guilty. So there are people who are arrested. And tried for crimes that they really didn't commit. I mean, I've had clients who actually did that. And they were innocent. But when you're facing, one was facing 25 years in prison. I get what you're saying. Right. Okay? So there are certain situations. Exactly. There are certain situations. Yes. Where somebody might take a plea deal, even though they're innocent. And I'm sure they're rare, but it does happen, I'm sure. 
But let's talk about this case specifically. Sidney Powell, Jenna Ellis, and others that have already pled guilty. Do you believe that they're innocent, that they didn't break any laws here? Because I don't think that you even think that. Well, this is what I think. I think that the evidence wasn't presented because there was no trial. There was no discovery. There were no witnesses called under the penalty of perjury. It's you can plead guilty and not have a trial. That's why when you you have to allocate, when you plead guilty and the judge, you're in front of the judge, uh, you have to allocate that you have a right to a jury trial. You have a you have a right to confront your witnesses. You so they they you have a right to um to evidence to do discovery. They have to they have to um admonish a defendant that you have these rights before they plead guilty because they're giving up those rights to have a trial. But they have skilled attorneys, I would imagine, that are defending them, and this is the advice they gotten from their counsel. Can it? Hear me out here. Yeah. Can it be possible? That there was substantial evidence that they probably would have gone to jail and they got advice from their attorneys to say, listen, we need to strike a plea deal here. You need to plead guilty because the evidence is not in your favor and you're probably going to go to jail. Can't that be possible? You know, in in normal situations, yes, Brian, that is possible. But with these trials and these cases surrounding Donald Trump, it's not normal. It's like everything is out the window. Everything that, that I've that I've learned every all the experiences that I've had in in criminal cases, this is completely different. So how so? Explain because their attorney is probably saying, "Hey, you know what? They're, they're, they 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 want to get Donald Trump any means necessary. You're caught in this. I, I know you know the evidence isn't that strong, or you could be found not guilty. But do you want to roll the dice because this is more politically driven?" And I can understand that with them pleading guilty because they don't want to get caught up in this war. I mean, it's it's it really is. It's a it's a war between. So two is sides. Jenna Ellis a great actress because she got emotional and she cried in the courtroom, owning up to her wrongdoings? Is she a phenomenal actress, or could it be possible that she was actually being honest and she knew she made mistakes and she broke the law? Because in a courtroom this morning, tears coming down her eyes, owning. To, to an extent to what she did, regretting what she did. Mm. Uh, to me, that strikes me as she finally faced the music and admitted mm. she broke the law. Well, that's, well, we're, we're actually speculating as to why she was crying. She possibly could be crying because she's like, I did nothing wrong, but I have to plead guilty. My pride, my family, I, you know, I have to do something I don't really want to do. I don't really believe in, but the alternative is for me to be taken away from my family for years and years and years. So it could be on both sides. You're you're looking at it as she's crying because she's guilty. And well, she she's said she was. Face in the mil- I mean, but that yeah. she's guilty on it. There's guilty under the law. And did you actually do the acts? Right. Well, uh, so and of course, you know, just like look, just like OJ. I mean, everybody says o- OJ was acquitted, but there's people still running around saying OJ was guilty. Right. But, but under OJ, the law. But OJ didn't plead guilty. Right. But under the law. He's innocent, but that, but that doesn't he's mean He's civilly that. liable, but he's criminally, uh, criminality, he is innocent. But the, but the big difference there is that OJ Simpson never said, you know what? I want a plea deal. I'm going to plead guilty. These people have. And I believe the reason why they have, in my opinion, is because there's overwhelming evidence that if they went ahead and went to trial, they probably would have gone to jail. Uh, there's phone calls, there's text messages, fake electorate schemes, the lying, the withholding, uh, truth, uh, and evidence. Uh, to me, from what I've heard in looking 
looking at these cases, and I've, and I've gone through at least what some of the evidence goes to show you, is like many others that are uh, in, this, uh, in these indictments, co-conspirators, they led the plot with Donald Trump, lied, attacks on our democracy to try to overturn the outcome of an election, which to me is very, very serious. Where's the, where's the, okay, so if there was an overwhelming amount of evidence, mm-hmm. nobody would be getting a deal. But I disagree with you. Yeah, nobody. Would I com- here's mm-hmm. why I disagree with you. Here's why I t- completely disagree what? with what you uh, just said, because they want to get Donald Trump. I was going to say, let me finish my point. The point is, is that this is this is what and, and unless you've ever been in a room with prosecutors who are standing over you and um, hammering at you that you're going to go to jail, you're going to be away from your family forever. You're going to you we're, we're making that assumption. No, that, no I'm not making that assumption. I'm going on experience because this is what happens. And I guarantee if anyone who's listening, who's ever been in the criminal justice system or has pled guilty to something because a prosecutor is just after you or they want a bigger fish. Yes, they want Donald Trump. That is sure. why they pressured, they got all the lower people, pressured them to plead but the number one thing that they have to do is they need to cooperate with the prosecutors to get the number one person that they want, which is Donald Trump. You have a problem with that? If it's politically motivated, where's yes, your I evidence? Have. Where's your evidence that this case specifically is politically motivated? Oh, come on now, Brian. Well, I'm asking you. I think it's a very fair uh, question. Uh, my evidence, yeah. uh, my evidence are my eyes. My evidence are is reading the um, um, the indictments. And so what in the and, looking, and the gag order? I mean, come on now. Do you think that do you think that the, the gag order on Donald Trump is constitutional? OK, so the gag order has nothing to do directly with the actual indictments. But if you want to talk about the gag order, which is a separate that has to do be, with the trial. Be, yeah. yeah, but but it doesn't have anything to do with the, the actual charges. But I'll, I'll, I'll absolutely go into that with you. Yeah. My personal opinion is while we do have freedom of speech and you know a little thing or two about freedom of speech as an attorney, it doesn't mean you have the right to go after members in the courtroom, judges and other staff and going after them personally. And this is a very, you don't, you don't, the first amendment, the the first amendment is limited by that. Hmm? So you don't, you do have a first amendment right to speak out and disagree, but you don't have the right to personally attack people and incite violence. No, you don't. And there's inciting violence. How did he incite violence? Sure. Uh, Well, for example, I can give you an example of the statements he made about Jack Smith and the FBI. I mean, yeah, let's hear how that incite and and then point to me how that that was um, not within the first. So I'll answer your question by asking you something else. You're telling me that a defendant in any case has the right to personally attack the judge and, and uh, people who work for the judge and people surrounding the case and discrediting them and personally attacking them Verbally? and threatened to be uh, giving out addresses of the judge and certain members. You're OK with that kind of behavior because I, it's I, under the First Amendment. So you're giving out. OK, so first of all, um, judges addresses are confidential. So I don't see him making that that statement. The, who, when did he make that? I statement? will gladly tell you when Donald Trump makes specific statements and goes after the judge and his Let's pre- name one. Okay, Don't hold just on. Say- let me just let me just finish. Okay. When he goes after a specific judge, when he goes after people that work for the judge in the courtroom, and when he makes these types of statements, then there are crazy people out there what that statement? take that information and will go with it and threaten to put out the addresses of certain people. That's happened on okay. social media. Can we? Can you qualify your statement? So you're you're vague and ambiguous. Make statements. Threaten. I don't think talk I'm being about. Vague. Go after. 
specifics. So what did he say about... So the judge... The judge, the clerk, the prosecutor... In the last case in the gag order that you're talking about, the judge actually put out a statement on why he had a gag order. In fact, he threatened jail for Donald Trump. I know. And that was okay that a judge could put out a statement about about an ongoing pending case? So in that statement and why he put the gag order on and why he threatened jail time, in that statement, he expressed verbatim why why the gag order and why this was important and what the former president of the United States said that was wrong and why he won't tolerate it. He expressed that in his statement. I would refer to you back to that statement that he made. I want to refer back to what was the statement that Donald Trump made that was that was so egregious that a, that a judge who's sitting on a case over that defendant felt it necessary to make a statement as to what they're, why they're ruling the, the way that they're ruling. You'll have to refer, That's so inappropriate. You'll have to refer to the judge's statement. What I think is inappropriate is, it, is when uh, a defendant is personally attacking what? members it's, of a judge's staff and going after them personally. How? What did he say? Read, read his statement. What read did the he judge's say? No, statement. I, want, I want you to tell me your opinion. What was so egregious? of what? Because sure. when you say that, people can use their imagination. But sure. let's use facts. Sure. Um, he called them a hack judge. Uh, okay. uh, he called it politically motivated. He okay. specifically went after members of the judge's staff and personally insulting them. Okay. Uh, I, I, I don't have the verbatim statement right in front of me, but in my personal opinion, I don't think you have to be an attorney to say it's inappropriate and it's wrong. And why we have, while we do have a First Amendment right, and he's allowed to say why the case is unfair, outside of court, why why he's innocent, uh, why he believes he's innocent, you have the right to make those statements. Oh. Uh, in my personal opinion, personal attacks during mm. during the proceedings is beyond inappropriate. Mm. And yes, it could incite violence. He also happens to be the former president of the United mm. States. I b- personally believe the judge was right. And I believe everybody has a responsibility. You have the right to defend yourself. You have a right to say if you think you're being treated misfairly. You have a right to say that you're innocent. Mm. You have a right to criticize the case. But to personally go after individuals is wrong. So we're limiting free speech. So there's a, so I'm sure free speech you, I, I'm sure to you the wait, government. no, it, it, no, and that is the government. A gag order that but was put on by a federal judge I, in a federal court I, is a government I actor. I understand So that. let me, now, now I listen to why all this is wrong and your opinion on what Donald Trump should be able to say and limiting free speech because that's okay. You're talking about limiting content. Okay. Time, place, and manner. That's what the government can regulate, not content. And you're telling me that it's okay outside of a courtroom. Now, that judge, that's his courtroom. Whatever happens in there, he has control over it. Not making the comments inside the courtroom, but outside the courtroom, on social media, in the public by saying that the judge is a hack. What's wrong with that? Putting up a pic of the law clerk. Are you okay with that? What's wrong with that? It's all public. I can go. I can go on. I can go on the. I can go on Pacer right now and go on to that district court and get all the employees and the clerks' information. It's all public record. When you're out on bail, do you have the same rights as somebody who's not out on bail? There's in rights. What constitutional rights? Just in general terms. Constitutional rights. In in general terms. In general. Yes, you have, there are certain, and it's the condition, whatever the condition of your bell is, but I guarantee you the condition of your bell is that not going to be that you limit your free okay. speech. Well, here's the deal, right? We can disagree on this issue, but here's the bottom line. The judge disagrees with you. The judge is the one that is presiding over the case. So while you can disagree with him, Donald Trump is going to have to listen uh, to what the judge says. Yeah, but the, and, yeah, but that's been appealed. So 
we will see, we we shall see what the higher courts say about that because that is a that is a US district court that's on this level so there's again there's I mean, two higher courts above that one understood but again we can disagree but the judge is the one presiding over the case and yeah. he obviously is on my side on this one and i think he um, should be impeached you think the judge I presiding think judges should be impeached? who i think any judge no matter what side of the aisle that they are on if they are using their position that they were appointed for political purposes then they should be impeached All right, absolutely so, so let's go with that so your opinion is that the judge here presiding over this case uh, in regards to Donald Trump should be impeached uh, did you feel like Donald Trump should have been impeached as twice as the president of the United States for what well you know for what he was impeached twice you don't know why I mean, he was for, impeached? Yeah, I know why he was impeached. Okay, so I'm, I'm asking like, you, did, well, did you think did you think he deserved to be impeached or no? No, but I think Joe Biden deserves to be impeached. Why does Joe Biden deserve to be impeached? Because Joe Biden's the only one that's taken suitcases full of money from China and everyone else, selling us out. Where's your evidence that Joe Biden took suitcases of money from China? Oh, come on now. Well, you can't make a claim Hunter, like that, and then when oh, I challenge you, say, oh, come on now. Oh, no, like that's you, not just a, made that's, a, you just made a claim, but you just made a claim about Donald Trump. And I was like, what was the claim you, that I made about Donald Trump? You made a claim about his statements, his vague and ambiguous statements. Where um, you couldn't give me examples. I didn't make a of claim about his statements. Yeah, I did. gave you evidence of the judge and the judge's no. statement and a gag. No, I, I, I asked told you, you to refer specifically. Back, and I told you to refer back to the judge's statement because that was actually. Was it actually, a judge's? Did the judge make a statement or was it an order? Uh, the judge made a statement. OK. And in his statement in the court in front of Donald Trump's uh, attorneys, he said why he was doing what he was doing why it was dangerous with what Donald Trump said, and you could refer back to that statement. So you just made a statement that Joe mm -hmm. Biden deserves to be impeached, and he took suitcases of money from China. And I just ask you, where is your evidence of that? Now, and, your, and your response to me is, oh, okay. come on now. Maybe it wasn't a suitcase. Maybe it was wire transfers and offshore accounts. Either way. But maybe you're not telling the truth and maybe there's maybe no I'm not, so you evidence. So, so, you don't, so Hunter Biden wasn't the middle person for his for his. Hunter daddy. Biden is a private not, citizen who well, was Hunter, never the president oh, of the United on, give States. Me a and if it was, if it was Every Donald, time I give you facts, you say, no, come on, give me a break. That's not no, a good because argument, I, No, Rhonda. because, no, this is my argument. I am sick of politicians and I'm sick of, of people making, having double standards. You tell me that if if sure. this was Donald Trump, you want a double standard. I want no. Let me no. I'm not finished. If this was Donald Trump, and and one of his kids, mm -hmm. either one, mm -hmm. pick one. Sure. And and this was their situation that Hunter Biden and and Joe Biden are in right now. That people wouldn't be yelling from the top of their lungs okay. that that Donald Trump is selling out our country. It is very dangerous gotcha. when people let their political views mm -hmm. get in the way of the of the security and safety sure. of this country. Let's talk about that. I'm so glad you brought up the word double standard. Because when Jared Kushner was working for Donald Trump, he accepted a $2 billion payment from the Saudis. And Donald Trump didn't send Mike Pompeo out there to Saudi Arabia. Oh, no. It wasn't Mike Pompeo that was sent out there. Guess who it was, Rhonda? It was Jared Kushner. And they wrote him a $2 billion check. By the way, not a private citizen was Jared Kushner. What about Donald Trump's daughter, if you'd like to talk about double standards? She made an access of $600 million from China. 
for her trademarks. But I don't hear people like you talking about that. You want to talk about a double standard? You people are obsessed you people. with Hunter Biden's you penis. You people? Did yes. you just say you people? Yes, Republicans. MAGA okay, Republicans. Okay, thanks for qualifying that. Oh, you want to bring the race card no, into it? No, I'm not. No, 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 no. I'm saying you okay. said you people. You MAGA, know that is like you don't MAGA say you MAGA Republicans. People. I don't care if you're black, yellow, MAGA blue, green, Repub or red. So I'm a you MAGA. don't want to talk about. I'm a MAGA you Republican. Talk every t you want to talk about I'm Hunter. A, you want to talk I'm about Hunter. You want to talk about Hunter Biden, okay? But I've never heard you. You want to talk about a double standard? Why don't we discuss the $2 billion that Jared Kushner got? Would you like to talk about that, Rhonda? Um, if we have a conversation, Let's Brian. do it. Let's do it. it. I've never heard you bring that up. Is that a double standard? Have you ever brought it up? The $2 billion? You're bringing it up Every now, day you, on this show. You I don't I, hear you bring I it up. Am I on your show every day? I don't hear you bring it up. Am you want to talk about Hunter Biden? What did Hunter Biden do? Are you? What did Hunter Biden do? Yeah, tell me. What did he do involving Joe Biden? What, what did they do? What, how has it been proven that Joe Biden broke the law? So, so you're saying that, and then we'll get back to, back to the other thing. You're telling me that it's okay for Hunter Biden to make deals with China involving the big man. You're an attorney. Where was the law broken? What laws did Joe Biden break? Besides, besides having a, a, a foreign, uh, foreign, what specific law did he break? Do, do you want me to look it up? Because I'm sorry, but I don't have the whole United States code so in my head. So you can't tell me the I law can look that it he up. broke. I can look it up. Right. No, I can't tell you the exact. But law Joe Biden that he broke. broke the law. Yes, he did. And what was the law? Because this what is what prosecutors do? do. You know what prosecutors what do? do? They take the facts. And then they look at the code sections you and say, you violated facts. this, 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 and this. I'm and asking this. you for facts. I just said it. And what you did he said, do? and then you asked me, well, what law did he break? Yeah. And I'm asking you, do you think it's okay for Hunter Biden to make deals with, with foreign governments like China mm -hmm. and sell access to his father, who was the vice president and president of the United States? That do has, you think that's okay? That and you're saying that is breaking. That hasn't been proven. It hasn't been proven that Joe Biden was involved in any of Hunter Biden's business deals. It hasn't been proven that Donald Trump was is guilty of any of the crimes that he was indicted for. Well, but it's okay for you to say that he's guilty, so, right? So first of all, I never said on this show that he was guilty. But what I did say is that he's facing 91 felony counts and he was indicted. If no, you, you can, said that he did this, he did that, he did that as an affirmative. You didn't say I didn't allegedly, say, I didn't, alleged you said he did this, he did that. Now, That's what you said. Now, if you're said. telling me, if it, do I believe Donald Trump is going to be a felon, a convicted felon? The answer would be yes. You're the one who brought up Hunter Biden, and then you use the term double standard. And then when I bring up Jared Kushner and the $2 billion that he received, crickets. I don't hear anything from you. Don't you don't hear anything, Brian, because all I hear is you talking about Donald Trump. You didn't give me an opportunity to answer the question. I answered the question on Hunter Biden, then you qualified and followed up and said, what crimes did he commit? Which and I said, answer. let me get my, let me, let me get my, I mean, how many chapters is in the USC code? Let me get that out and go through it and point out all the crimes that Hunter Biden committed. Okay, so let me ask you so, another question then in regards to but this. No, no, we'll, we'll because I don't want you to say that I'm avoiding your question because you claim that there, there's crickets, but I don't, you're I don't hear crickets. Okay. You're not avoiding it. You're just, you're just not answering my questions. But, I, I, but I, if I get an opportunity to answer, I, I answered, I, I answered, I answered your first question. And and then you followed it up with another question, and we haven't gotten back to your original question. You haven't given me any evidence that Joe Biden committed a crime. You're just throwing out allegations. Uh, Republicans have been um, investigating the Biden family. Is that they what found an nothing. indictment is? I th isn't that what an indictment is? Has Joe a Biden been indicted? An allegation. 
Has a, has the, Joe the people allege crime. Right. There has to be some evidence, though. Uh, has Joe Biden? And you been don't indicted? think there's no evidence? Has Joe Biden? Well, then why isn't? Of Joe course B- not, because Joe Biden's a Democrat sitting in the White House. Of course he's not going to be so if you're indicted. Dem- okay, so let's go with that. So if you're a Democrat, are you saying it's impossible to be indicted? Is that what you're saying? What about That's Menendez? That's not what I said. Wasn't Menendez just indicted? Well, you're making the claim because. That's not what I said. So you're saying because That's Joe Biden? I said president. Is Menendez a president? So is Menendez a president? So if you're a Democrat president, you can't be indicted. Well, I didn't say that you could not be indicted. Donald Trump isn't the I president either. I didn't say either. you could not be indicted. Don't misquote me. That's not what okay. I said. Well, Trump isn't the president either. He was indicted. He, he's not the president. He's a former. He's president. a former president. Yes, so, so, and he's running against the sitting president. So you believe this is uh, only he's, because he's a Republican? It's, yeah, and, and you don't think that this is this is my problem, Brian? Mm-hmm. I am so tired. Of the of this country being divided, because even clear as day that this is a this is a double standard that this is all politically driven. I don't care what's and I can tell you right now that if there was po- politically driven prosecution on Democrats, I'd be having the same issues because at the end of the day, my North light and my guiding light is the Constitution. Which no Donald matter Trump who you, no matter who or what side of the aisle you belong on, this country protects all of its citizens yeah. with the United States Constitution. So if you're a constitutionalist, and, then what do you think about Donald Trump saying that he wanted to abolish the Constitution? He said that multiple times in the last couple of years. What are your thoughts on that? And why would you vote for somebody like that if you're a constitutionalist? Well, first of all, you're 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 going to have to give me a source because Donald Trump, from what I've seen, has done nothing okay. but protect I'll give you the a direct quote in our protect next the con- segment. Protect the Constitution. I'll give you a, a direct quote. But in fact, if 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 Donald Trump came out today on and and announced that he wants to abolish the Constitution, I would not support that. Okay. But I don't believe he ever would okay. say that. So he has said he wanted to rip up parts of the Constitution on break. I'll give you the direct quote. I know that one hundred percent because I've actually read it on the air. Uh, you said that Democrats, you know, the reason why Joe Biden can't be indicted is because he's a sitting president. Uh, it's interesting, though, when a Democrat does get indicted, I don't hear people going after the justice system or Republicans going after the DOJ, defund the DOJ. This is political. But when a Republican is indicted, all of a sudden it's you for it's, real crimes at Menend- real crimes. Oh, so you don't think Menendez committed any real crimes? No, I do. Real oh, you crimes. do. OK. Yeah. So Donald Trump hasn't committed any real crimes, but Menendez has. Is that your stance? Okay, so now you're tr- now you're saying what Donald Trump was indicted for mm-hmm. are a- their actual statutes. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're actually USC codes. Yes, could it be possible that Donald yes. Trump might have committed some crimes? Could that be possible that he could be guilty and he probably in, in could have indi- broken in, the law in the indictments? Could have broken the law. I don't know because I haven't seen you the evidence. Know. Anything so, is anything. But let you've me seen say, all the evidence no, 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 from no. Joe Biden. Anything. Well, Joe Biden is a sitting president. Right. But you just no, said Joe, Joe Biden, Biden committed Joe crimes. Joe Biden is a sitting president so, okay. who has access to secrets. So Understood. that's a whole different. Understood. That's called espionage. Understood. That's a whole so, different. No, you don't want to talk about that now, right? No, I will want to talk, okay. I want to so talk about it right now. So that's a whole different. That's a whole different standard I, I when, you're, make when you're a president here. where you have secrets. So in and your you're eyes. you're on our nuclear codes, but you're on the phone with China. Okay, yeah, that's but, a problem. But giving our nuclear codes and giving our private information, private documents and showing them to people, that's not a problem to you. So when it comes to Donald Trump. Unclassified when it comes, Yeah. When it comes to Donald Trump, documents? you don't have a problem with that. Unclassified it, documents. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Unclassified. You know what unclassified Classified, means? not unclassified. Oh, I said unclassified We're ta- That's why uh, and who he's un- been indicted unclass- by Jack and Smith. And who unclassified? You know what? You can ask any person, like, like really, Brian, you need, in the real world, 
right? In I the, am in the real no, world. In the real I do world. Ask real people. In the in the in the justice system. Because mm-hmm. you can walk outside right now and, and find someone who was has been a part of the American justice system, they've been arrested for a crime, and you and then you sit there and say, Well, the prosecutor is right because the prosecutor prosecutor has to know what they're talking about because they wouldn't have done this if that. Do you know how many people have been convicted, have been charged, have been railroaded in this justice system? So Donald Trump has been railroaded. Uh, the reason why Joe Biden hasn't been indicted is because he had Democrats sitting president. By the way, I will also remind our listeners that Jack Smith, I don't know if you're aware of this. He's actually indicted Democrats to people like John Edwards. I don't know if you were aware of yeah, that. And I guarantee um, that was probably politically driven, too. OK, just because so, they're on the same. aisle, so if does Joe not Biden mean is indicted, they're on the same side. So if Joe Biden is indicted tomorrow, that's not politically motivated and he has to be guilty. But Donald Trump is Did indicted. I say that? Donald you Trump said that I didn't say that. Well, you're the one that's saying that don't Joe Biden is guilty. You're the one that's do saying not do not misquote me. You're saying do Joe Biden committed me. crimes. Do you're, not misquote. I'm not me. misquoting you. you, you I'm going you by your opinions. Me. You just no. You're saying that Joe Biden committed crimes. You are confident as hell that Joe Biden is a criminal. I am confident when, as hell that a sitting president with all our secrets, our military secrets, the commander in chief should not be having secret uh, third party conversations with China. Yes, I do. There is no evidence that he broke the law. I repeat that once again. If you can show me actual real evidence and not what they say on Newsmax. Is there or Fox evidence? News, is there evidence that Donald Trump broke the law? Absolutely. Did what? you read the indictments? Oh, oh, so an indictment is evidence. Uh, oh, that's, my God. America, it, we're so screwed. So I when mean, somebody like, really, is indicted. If, 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 if half the people in America think like you do, we're all screwed. So in a di- you can make an accusation and all of a sudden they're guilt, they're guilty. Okay, so there's just, evidence so just, of guilt. Okay, so first of all, just because there's wow. evidence doesn't necessarily mean that somebody's guilty. You but just you, said. But you No, I didn't say no, just no, because no, there's no, evidence. No, you said that what they, I, said I said was is there Trump is guilty. evidence. You, I said is Donald Trump guilty of crime. You said, well, there's evidence that he is. His indictment. Okay. His indictment so, is an accusation. Okay. Okay. So I agree. An evidence uh is evidence though, Rhonda, and you haven't presented me any. For example, you I want, can am I a prosecutor? Am I, prosecu- cl- no, am but, I a prosecutor? No, but you're claiming that Joe Biden is- Where am I going to get evidence? Where am I going to get actual physical evidence from? You know then what? Then why are you saying Joe Biden's guilty? You know what? Because if you are a sitting president, you are held to a higher standard. So if you're if a former you president, class- don't worry if, about no, it. No, if you have access- he, he did this stuff when he was president, if Donald Trump. If you have access- Yes. To national secrets- Which Donald Trump did- National classified documents. Okay, he did. Well, I'll just wait. And then when, you, when I when I can actually complete a sentence, I'm I'm letting you. But right. I mean, you're saying you're making the when, case for me. When when you are a sitting president, you have the nuclear codes. You have all of our military secrets. You are the commander in chief of our military, and you're having off the books conversations and deals with a foreign government i have a problem with that and that that you want to talk about espionage and giving u.s secrets to another country that's what it looks like joe biden has been doing we don't know that because unfortunately there's no real investigation going on and that terrifies me more so than the the indictment and the other the other charges and that Donald Trump is facing right now. Well, your statement, it looks like that what Joe Biden has been doing is not evidence. You no, actually it's not have evidence. you actually have to have real evidence. And that's real the reason. For what, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just finish now. I let you finish. Um, okay. Donald Trump has been indicted. 
Now, if you don't want to believe the evidence that was put forth in the indictment and the charges that were filed, you have that right. As I've said all the time, you're innocent until proven guilty. I have my opinions, and it's based on an actual real indictment and 91 felony counts. Now, you believe that Trump is innocent, and this is politically motivated. Let's go back to Joe Biden. You said it looks like Joe Biden has been doing yada, yada, yada. First of all, there's no indictments. Republicans have been investigating the Biden crime family, and yet to this day, they have still not found any smoking gun that would correlate Joe Biden to committing any crimes. They've Uh been trying Uh and they've been searching, but the fact of the matter is, Rhonda, Uh is that you can believe that this is all politically motivated because when a Republican gets indicted, it must be politically motivated, but if a Democrat gets indicted, oh, it's all good. I never said that. Okay, but but the bottom line here is what you are are saying, hold on, I'm almost done. What you are saying is that you believe Joe Biden is guilty of some crimes. There's no actual real evidence to prove your theories. And when we talk about Donald Trump, he's innocent until proven guilty. But I could give you a laundry list of things that were in all of these indictments that are absolutely true. And I believe he is going to be a convicted felon. And I will make you a wager right now. And we can donate the money to charity on the air right now. I will make you a wager. Not with those judges and not with those prosecutors. So if he's convicted in a court of law, it's all politically motivated and it's all nonsense. But if a Democrat is convicted, that's okay. No, I didn't say that. This is my this is my issue, Brian. Yep. My issue is that there is nothing in any of Trump's indictments that would jeopardize our country's safety, our children's future, and not selling us out to China. He's caught on on a but, he's caught on but, air on video showing cla- the most classified documents to people that had no security clearances. And you're looking at me in the eye right now and saying that's not a threat to America. Okay, so first there's an, all, there's uh, audio right, of it. It's so, out there. Yes, I know, and I've heard it, and I've read the indictment, and you know full well that Donald Trump, um, could have easily declassified he those did not. documents. He did not. Okay, it's a technicality. Is what they're important. getting. No, it's not important. What's important? So classified important, or not classified? No, not important. What is important is what we're not seeing. What wasn't caught on tape. That's what I'm. That's what I'm more interested in. I'm more interested in what were those conversations between Hunter Biden and and and, and Chinese owned companies and what information did he take back to his father? The okay. stuff that we don't know. And let's talk about you said investigation. Can we talk about declassification no, no, no. before I'm, we move on to something else? No, Is that this, okay? No, you Can made we... the statement before. You made the statement. But before. you're talking about declassification. I just want to no. say one quick thing and then Go I'll let ahead. you finish. I promise. Um, You're making it like it's the snap of the finger for Donald Trump to declassify documents. Rhonda, you know this. There is a process you have to go through. Donald Trump didn't, not only did he not go through that process, that's proven, but he showed the utmost in classified documents to people that had no security clearance, and you don't seem to have a problem with that. I find that mesmerizing. It's, I I did not say that I did not have a problem with actual classified documents that ha- that is dealing with national security and the security of this country. I didn't say that I had, I did not have a problem with it. I have a problem with how they're handling this situation. That's my problem. My problem is, is I don't think that if it, if it was any other president, because this has happened to other presidents, I don't think if it was any other president, we wouldn't be going through this right now. And people are ignoring the fact that the son of a sitting president, and even when this sitting president was vice president, is having off-the-book conversations with Chinese-owned companies. 
national Chinese-owned companies, which means they're owned by the government. Now, let's talk about the investigation. Like you said, there's no investigations, no indictments. Let's go the Constitution. Back to the government, right? Separation of powers. Who's in? The executive branch does what? They're in the enforcement of the laws, right? The executive branch has the, the, the DOJ, right? That's why they appoint the attorney general. The FBI, that's all under the executive branch. Who's in charge of the executive branch? You're making, Donald, who's in charge of the, the executive branch? Joe Biden. I, I understand that. So why? So when you say there's no investigation, you can't just say, oh, there's nothing there, nothing to see, folks. That's why there's no investigation. But I've asked you multiple times now to give me, and I've given you evidence. I just spoke about what, one, what evidence that Joe Biden broke the law. No, what evidence did you give me about? Well, in regards to the four indictments and the 91 felonies that Donald Trump is facing, I can go a laundry list for you, but I just gave you one. He has class. I, you think it's funny. I, don't I do think, think it's funny. funny. I, don't I think, think it's hilarious. I, I, think think it's, 90- I think it's hilarious that an indictment you call an indictment evidence. It's terrifying. There's evidence within the indictment that I read. And uh, some of it, by the way, has been leaked. More evidence has been leaked. And, who's and I just gave you, it? I just gave you, see, who's right now, it? right now, I'm just giving you evidence. Who, I don't care who leaked it. You're not it. giving right me. Right now, I'm, uh, when you have a president of the United States that has classified documents on his way out, takes them with him to Mar-a-Lago and shows the most classified sensitive materials to mm. people that don't have security. So, Hold on. I'm not even done mm-hmm. yet. And then defies a subpoena, the opposite of what Joe Biden and his attorneys did and Mike Pence and his mm. attorneys did defies a subpoena, then yes, I find that to be a very serious allegation and evidence in the indictment. And I, and, and as I will make a bet with anybody, I don't know if Donald Trump not is complying. I don't know if Donald Trump is going to go to jail or not, but here's what I do know. So, he is going to be a convicted so felon. I guarantee have, you that ever, 100%. You ever hear the case like, you know, this is so small. Don't make a federal case out of it. Like, just you think general this is small? No, like, oh, you took my you took my soda. Yeah, let's you not think, make You think let's, a classified document or a soda? Can I finish? I mean, you're, can I finish? You're I'm using for an example. You're, <laughs> it's a bad example. To you it is. A soda to classify documents, Rhonda? Come on, you're But you don't know that. because you didn't let me finish my statement. Okay, go ahead. Maybe you're not. I apologize. What go I'm ahead. saying is, is like, you stole my soda. And now I just made a federal case out of it. Don't make a federal case out of it. It's a it's a figure of speech. Okay. And this is exactly what they did to Donald Trump. And the, And then... What about all the classified documents that Joe Biden had in his garage? I just talked about that. And do you no, not you understand didn't. the difference? Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Joe Biden's attorney. No, you didn't. You said, out- you said, no, you, this is what you said. You didn't, you didn't say what it was connected to. You said Joe Biden's attorney cooperated and cooperated with subpoena. On what? But you didn't, you didn't qualify it and say when Joe Biden had sure. classified documents laying around in sure. his garage, sure, I'll, that I'll every house, that. every housekeeper, gardener, whomever is in and out of his okay. house, get sure, have an access I will gladly, to. I will gladly answer your question and talk about that. First of all, you did make an analogy, whether it was a figure of speech or not, I would not characterize classified materials and classified documents that were stolen uh, and showing them to people without security clearance to a Diet Coke that somebody stole. So you did make that analogy. I think that's absurd. No, and that's, I said making a federal case right, out of it. Right. it was not a, well, nobody it should would, not have been made into a no, federal case and okay. indictment well, would, and a media circus I would say, is what I'm And I saying. would say I don't think anybody would make the federal case over property that's worth about a dollar or two in exactly. a soda. Uh, a dollar or two over a that's soda. My, and I would issue. never make that same comparison well, to our biggest true. secrets in this country it's and, and classified documents. The biggest secrets in this country is being sold out Now, when it comes to Joe Biden, the fundamental difference that I try to explain to Republicans all the time on this issue is that when they found out, and when I mean they, I mean Joe Biden's attorneys found out that there were some classified documents that were in his garage. You number mean when one, he was exposed? Um, number one. When he was exposed? Okay, so let me finish because this yeah. is an important point I'm making. Number one, 
They immediately turned it over and they cooperated with the FBI. What did Donald Trump do? The opposite. He defied a subpoena. He did not cooperate. And that's part of the reason why he's in the situation he's in now, at least when it comes to this case. Do you not understand and, the fundamental and, difference there? And this is the problem, Brian. You guys are obsessed with this. Obsessed with Ameri- what? Uh, obsessed with with the indictments. With you're obsessed with, with Hunter Biden. No, I'm not. I'm obsessed. <laughs> I'm obsessed with three kids that I'm that ten uh, year olds that I'm going to have to send to college. I'm ex- I'm I'm obsessed with looking at my looking at my uh, looking at my investment accounts and watching them just drop because of the state of the economy. I'm talking about when I go to the gas station, how I'm, I have to spend an extra $50 just to fill my car up. I'm talking about the jobs that are leaving this country in droves. I'm talking about the state of America. I'm talking about the state of Nevada. How, the I'm talking about the condition of our country. I'm talking about the condition of this state, but nobody talks about that. That's not Everybody true. wants to talk about the indictment. I don't see it's, this is all we've, this is all we've spoken about. I'm happy to talk we, we to you about the we economy. Haven't, we haven't, we haven't discussed what's going, what, you know, what's going on in America. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not, we're not talking about, you know, um, the rise in crime. We're not, we're not talking about school choice that we should be, that school choice should be an option for, for every household. Sure. How much, we're not talking about the cost of groceries. We're not talking about the cost of housing. We're not talking about how Americans can get home ownership. We're not talking about any of those things. So let's let's let me make a statement to what you're saying and in a way I agree with you. And I'm not referring to you personally when I talk about this. I'm talking about a lot of Republicans that are in office today. They don't talk about those issues today, but Rhonda, do you know what they are talking about? They're talking about drag queen reading. They're talking about Hunter Biden and his penis. Uh, they actually did it on the House floor. Marjorie Taylor Greene, one of the uh, faces of the big faces of the Republican Party, did it on the House floor. They're talking about transgenders. They're talking about one gun in this country. You know what that gun is? They're not talking about gun control. The only gun that many Republicans, notice I'm not throwing you in there now, many Republicans want to talk about is an unloaded gun that Hunter Biden had for 11 days that he didn't commit a crime with. But they don't want to talk about the gun violence all over this country. So I, hold on. So I agree with you. <laughs> but you know what? Maybe you need to speak to some of the MAGA Republicans out there that don't want to talk about these issues either. They don't want to talk about health care. Now, they want to complain about Obamacare, but they have no replacement and for Obamacare. And you need to go talk to some of the far left wacky liberals that all they want to talk about is that they that that they want this stuff. Want what? Or, what or they, they want? want or they're talking they they're talking about uh-huh. they're talking about transgender rights. They're talking about they're talking about transgender and they all want, these they issues. want Republicans to leave them alone. That's what they're talking about. They're not attacking the LGBT. You know what community. I want? I want I want liberals and Democrats to leave me alone because I chose my party when I was 18 years old. How are Democrats I have and liberals? Family and I have my great 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 grandfathers on both sides of my family fought in the Civil War. We were Republicans long before anybody else was. So I am tired of being attacked by liberals because I am black in America and my party is red. Who's attacking you because you're black? I get attacked all the time. What Democrat that I would oh, know? Should we, have you ever been through my social media accounts? I, I got, have not. I got some whack job that okay. has a whole website right. that they built against okay. so here's me what because I would I'm say black to that. and I'm a Republican. Okay, so here's what I would say to that. Anybody what? that attacks anybody, could be you, could be anybody, no matter what party they're in, that attacks you because of the color of your skin or because you're a, a female or a male, 
is despicable. What about my political party? Is despicable. What about okay? my political party? Um, if somebody attacks somebody because you're a Republican, that's also despicable. Thank you. But I will also say this, to characterize all liberals and Democrats like that because you have some trolls I on social media. I said those ones that do. I okay. said the ones that so do. So I get trolls also. There's always going to be trolls out there that are going to do despicable exactly. and say despicable things, but I'm not going to characterize it as a bunch of liberals or a bunch well, of that, Democrats. You just did that while Republicans and transgender and all this I other said, people. No, yeah, like, I said, no. I said, I'm talking about elected officials. I'm like, talking about elected officials too. Okay, so what elected official has gone after you, the color of your skin or what party you're in? Can you give me one? That's gone after me because yes. I'm black and Republican? Yes. Give me one elected official that's a liberal or a Democrat because you just said there were some trolls, which I'm sorry to hear, by the way, and I don't condone that. that. That have gone after me personally or yes. gone after black Republicans. Well, we're specifically talking about you. No, but we were. And I sympathize with but you. But we were specifically talking about um, Republicans that you claimed were going after transgenders. I'm not, not claiming it. Control, I can list you blah, names. Blah, 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 blah. Jim Jordan, Matt Gates, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert. I could also give you Republicans in this state that have run for office or that have been in office, like Jim Marchant, Sigal Chatta. I just named you eight of them. Mike McDonald, who's the leader of the party here. They go after transgenders. They're, I interviewed someone. What about, in, what about what about those that are on the Democrat side of the aisle You right keep now? saying that. I'm asking you for I'm one asking, Democrat. And I'm about to tell you. Let's talk about the whole squad. I, first of all, I don't know why they're not classified as a gang. But let's talk about the squad and how but they're, going after, how after they're going after it. I, me personally are black Republicans. You, well, you just said so liberals about, and Democrats. Okay, and let's I'm talk about AO, AOC. Somebody, let's talk about AOC. Okay, who, AOC hasn't gone after you, but I didn't okay, say so me personally. So that. wait, no, this is what you did. See, you, you kind you tried to flip the script. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. You made so claims. you made a general statement about Republicans going after a general group, mm-hmm. but now you want me to make a specific claim about me personally. With elected well, officials. Well, you're the one who brought that up. No, I said people on my social media and that. Right. Now, if you want to talk about the elected officials who mm-hmm. go after black re- black Republicans. Here's why I said that. And people of color are Republicans, and I can give you those names. Understood. Here's why I said that, Rhonda, because we were talking about, you were saying, you know, and I sort of agree with you, where, you know, we need to talk about real issues that Americans, American people uh, are facing with it. It could be healthcare, yeah, it could be maternity leave, right could be welfare, could be, you know, I, I enjoy actually talking about this. I talk about gun control on this show all the time. But I said the MAGA Republicans and not trolls on social media. I'm specifically referring to lawmakers. The lawmakers do not talk like that. They talk about drag queen reading. On they, both sides of the aisle. That's the thing. See, the thing. Democrats aren't no, talking about let, drag queen no, reading. They're, no, they're talking about non-issues. They're talking about sensationalized like issues what? to get votes and to get money. So I want to hear from you. What? Tell me. I, I'll call them out. What Democrats on the left that are in office are talking about issues that you think most Americans don't care about? Give me an example. AOC. Okay. The, the, what? the whole squad. Okay. Give me an example. Like what are they talking about? Uh, about as far as issues that Americans care about that you don't think Americans do care about. Like, give me an example of something that they brought up. It could be a social issue because I just gave you a bunch of issues that Republicans talk about that I think most Americans don't care about, like drag queen reading or or Hunter Biden's gun or his penis or transgenders and transgender surgery. So, so give me an example of AOC or they, they talk about they talk about drag queens. They talk about Democrats aren't talking yes, they about are. drag they're queens. They're talking about it on the other. They're no, ta- they're not. They're responding to Republicans that are attacking are drag they, queens. And are they talking about it? 
You think that's the same thing? Are they talking about it? Okay, Rhonda, let no, me explain you said, you the what difference. are they talking about it? You didn't okay. say you didn't okay. say originate. You didn't say originate. Let me explain the, you the difference. The, no. When I, no, I need to explain the difference because I don't think you I understand don't need to it, quite frankly. The difference. Okay, but I'm going to explain it anyway. I can't believe you think it's the same thing when Republicans will go after the LGBT community, or in this case, drag queens and drag queen reading, and, and some of them making incendiary comments like they're pedophiles. And then some Democrats, and I applaud them because I call out this nonsense too. try to talk, tell them, hey, that's bigotry. That's wrong. Let them live their lives. And you're comparing the two. That's absurd. Democrats are, for the most part, in my opinion, stand for equality, treat people with really? respect. Let me talk and, about, and okay. How could you compare let me ask, the two? Let me, let me, let me, let me talk to you about an issue, okay. Ryan. Sure. That, that Democrats pretend like they care about, but okay. they really don't. Sure. So. Some states have um, forced arbitration for mm -hmm. employees, mm -hmm. okay? So if you go and you get a job and you want that job, the employer can force you into an arbitration agreement where you can't hear your case in court. You have to hear it before an arbitrator, which the employer is the one that typically will pays the arbitrator $50,000 and upwards. So who do you think the arbitrator is going to agree with? 90% of those cases fall on on. For the employer, there was a there was a, a, a bill introduced in Congress that would um, make forced arbitration illegal. However, um, the 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 Democrats, both sides of the aisle, worked together and um, modified the bill, and then though they're all happy with it, so the protection is for um, the only exempted. Employee mm -hmm. is someone who calls or files for sexual harassment. Discrimination out. Can, so, I, can I jump in and ask you about this? Yeah. Um, you're the first Republican that I've ever heard talk about this. I haven't heard any Republicans, not certainly not Republicans in Fox News or OAN or Newsmax. You're the first person I've heard talk. I haven't heard a Democrat talk about it. Guess what? I haven't heard a Republican talk about it too. I'm sure there are a lot of important issues like this one that I wish Republicans and Democrats would talk about. I'm with you. I agree with you. The point that I was trying to make is for the most part, and you haven't given me an example yet, but for the most part, I think the red meat of the Republican Party, again, is talking about drag queens, bringing up Hunter Biden, um, talking about the Biden crime family, talking about transgenders, um, talking about, you know, I'll give you an example. Perfect example of what I'm talking about, Rhonda. Ron DeSantis. I don't know if you're a Ron DeSantis fan or not. I'm not. Okay. I don't know what your feelings are on him. He was asked by Trey Gowdy on Fox News about the war in the Ukraine. This was before the whole Israel situation. And I do want to talk to you about that. Mm -hmm. Um, cause I'm sure you have some strong opinions on it than I do. So Ron DeSantis was asked live on Fox news. If you're elected president of the United States, how are you going to end this war in the Ukraine? Very fair question. I mm -hmm. think every, I think we agree every presidential candidate left or right, right. Should be asked that question. The American people deserve to hear. Agreed. What do you think was the first thing out of Ron DeSantis's mouth? I have the audio. I played it. Gender ideology. He talked about gender ideology first while answering that question. That is a perfect example of what I am talking about. Now, I'm sure there are people on the left that aren't talking about the issues that you and I think they should be talking about. I'm not going to say every Democrat is perfect because they're not. But I think the majority of the Ron DeSantis's of the world and the MAGA Republicans, I have some very nice people, friends of mine that happen to be Republicans. I don't consider them in the MAGA group, but many MAGA Republicans, six out of the eight of them that are wanted to be the next House Speaker wouldn't even certify the 2020 election. And these are the kinds of people 
that are not talking about real issues. What's a MAGA Republican? I'm glad you asked that question. It's a very loaded question, and I will give you the best answer I can. This is a slogan that Donald Trump came up with when he was running for office in 2016. And when he was running for office, he ran on basically two big things, right, in 2016. I, mean, Number- I know what MAGA means, but I mean, what's a MAGA? Okay, I yeah. Mean, he's, not g- the one that, he's not the one that... I'll that, give you the best that answer. That either. I mean, it was used for... Yeah, it but- was, but he's the one who really made it popular. I think we all could agree on that, just like fake news and all the other stuff. So Donald Trump ran on two things in 2016. He ran on, I'm going to build a wall and Mexico is going to pay for it. By the way, he built 16% of the wall and Mexico did not pay for it. So that's a failed yeah, policy. Uh, no, they didn't. I don't know what you're talking I'm, about. I'm going to explain to you. How but it. number two, he said, I'm going to lock Hillary up and we're going to hire prosecutors to investigate her. He ran on those two things, failed on those two things. So what is a MAGA? I'm, I'm coming to the conclusion here. He ran. Um, first of all, um, the Make America Great Again slogan that Donald Trump used, and I, did, I uh, was a lie. It was make Donald Trump great again. That's what it was, because he only cared about himself and everybody around him that worked for him. He was all about himself. So I think when people use the slogan, make America great again, there's no other country that I would rather live in in the world. But with that being said, when was America great? When women weren't allowed to vote? When women of, of color, men of color, weren't allowed to use drinking fountains and they had to sit in the back of buses? Uh, when we had slavery. So my question is, when was America great? America has come a long way since those days. But when was America great? That's my first question. And when I think of a MAGA, I think of a Donald Trump supporter. And when Donald Trump said, I can shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and they'll vote for him anyway. When I think of a MAGA supporter, I think of a cultist supporter. And I'm almost done. I think of somebody that has a MAGA flag on the back of their tr- pickup truck. And then I think of a Confederate flag, which, by the way, Donald Trump defended. Um, I think of somebody that is in a cult that is that cannot and will not accuse Donald Trump of doing anything wrong or say he's done anything wrong in his life. He can't commit a crime. He's the next messiah. I don't see. And when people say it's not a cult, I don't see Joe Biden malarkey flags on the back of pickup trucks. I don't see any of that stuff. I believe if you're a MAGA supporter, you're a part of a cult. You're a part of a cult, Rhonda. And I believe I support. So I support Donald Trump. I support America when Donald Trump was in office. America was was good. And and as and and it's not just myself, but the minority community Mm -hmm. and the and the black community did were we were far better off under Donald Trump than we are right now. He got 13 percent of the black vote. So I think most black people would disagree with you on that. Most black voters. Yeah. Most black voters. Correct. Correct. And and um, and how many how much? Well, we can't really say because we don't know how many votes, how many black votes that Joe Biden really got. But well, actually, we kind of can. Well, it's been certified and there's no evidence of widespread voter mm -hmm. fraud. So we can't. Are you an election denier? I never knew that about you. No, we had this conversation like several times. I'm not an election denier. Did Joe Biden win with the election free and fair? You asked me that like five times and I and I answered it. But I want but before we spend the time going and relitigating things that we've already discussed, I like to talk about my stance and being called that I'm in a cult. And that's, that is, especially after you just said, I am a woman and I am, I am black. And it wasn't too long ago that I did get my rights to vote. And, um, on both sides, I mean, you know, you're black, making my black point people for got it for before I did as a woman. But my, my, my point is 
to have and then to have people who died and fought in this civil rights movement so that I can live where I want to live so that I don't have to sit on the back of the bus. But then tell me that my political freedom of who I choose. I didn't to support, say you no, couldn't support him. I didn't say that. I never said but that. You just said that a vote for him that now I'm a cultist. I think. Uh, OK, that, let me let me explain further. By the way, Rhonda, but, I would never take that right away from you. And never did I say once. And by the way, I'm glad you don't, you don't have, have to, to take it away. You from don't me, have but to. If you shame people. No, no, no. If, here's what I'm here's what I'm getting at here. And by the way, it's a great thing that you're treated as an equal and everybody should treat you as an equal. And I talk about that every single day. I work with the NAACP and I, I want every Everybody to be treated as equals, no matter what the color of your skin is. And never would I ever say you don't have the right to support Donald Trump. Now, I have the right to criticize you. I have the right to say that it's a cult. And here's why I say that. In this conversation alone, and I know you're going to disagree with me, but just give me a minute to explain in in the best way I can. And I'm not attacking you. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you why I feel that way. Okay. In this conversation alone, you have the right to accuse Joe Biden of being a criminal. You have. And in the 91 felony counts against Donald Trump, It's politically motivated. He can't be guilty. He can't be a criminal. It was all politically motivated. Now, you also bring up Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden is not a good guy. He is a drug problem. Uh, He clearly uh, has done some bad things and some criminal things. And by the way, he was indicted for that. But I haven't heard you say one thing, not one negative about Donald Trump and or Jared Kushner, or anybody in the Trump administration. Now, let me just finish by saying this. If you did, and you said, listen, I support Donald Trump because of these policies, but I don't like he's done this, this, and this, and he's, you know, he did that, 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 that. Look at the members of his family. I don't like the Biden family either because of blah, blah, blah. Then I wouldn't put you in that category because I'd say, okay, I disagree with her in support of Donald Trump. But at least she's willing to call him out for his despicable behavior, what took place on January 6th, the lies about the election. And I would say Rhonda's not in a cult. She has the right to support Trump. I disagree with her politically, but at least she's not in that cult and she's willing to call out Donald Trump for his despicable behavior and even admit that, yeah, he's probably a criminal based on these 91 felonies. But you're not willing to do that. And everything is Joe Biden's fault and Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and the Biden crime family. Yes, that's why I put you in a cult. Nothing's happened to them. What I don't what I don't do is I don't jump on the bandwagon. You haven't? No, the, no, I don't jump on the bandwagon. It's all negative, 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 negative. What I want to see the evidence. Yes, he was indicted, but that's all it is, is an indictment. It's an accusation. Isn't that what you're doing with Joe Biden? No, I'm, I'm talking about there is, there's nothing being done about that. And that is, about what? to me, that's more egregious than what you what, want to see the evidence. I appreciate that. It's more egregious that. than what uh, Donald Trump is being accused of. I dis- I fundamentally disagree with you. Are you so serious? You want you want to look at an accusation. You call it an accusation, yet you're already saying Joe Biden's guilty and he's a criminal. No, Do you realize the I'm double saying that he there? should be investigated. There should be some type of investigation. D- Why are we spending millions and millions of dollars investigating and indicting and prosecuting? How much money it takes to prosecute? The Republicans have been investigating at, him. What are you talking the, well, about? No, I'm talking about I'm talking about a real investigation. I'm talking about so the, it's not the, a real I'm, investigation. No, the F. FBI, the okay. DOJ, the same the same three letter agencies that's investigating Donald Trump should be investigating Joe Biden, but they're not. Maybe that's because my, there's no evidence. That's my pr- accusations with no evidence. Jack Smith found evidence in these indictments. Are, there's actual real wait, evidence. Wait, okay. So how do you find evidence? How do you find no, how do you, evidence? How do you gather evidence? 
How do you gather evidence? Well, maybe you should uh, you give do that. What? No, no. I'm a, this is a serious question. How do you gather evidence? Uh, you have investigators that there look into go. things. Yeah. And is That's there what an, the Republicans have been doing. doing. How are they doing that? Comer has been doing it. How? They, they've had subpoenas. They've gotten who bank the, records. Who, who is they? There have been attorneys Who's that they? have gotten bank records, and they have been continuing to investigate Who's the Biden family. They've the, found nothing. The FBI? Attorneys. The, F, the attorneys aren't the FBI. Attorneys because there's no criminality. FBI, you can't have the FBI the investigate. FBI, so how do you... So <laughs> the FBI... The DOJ, they're not investigating. Because there has right? to be a level of criminality, they believe, to investigate. The FBI, has, they haven't found it. Do you understand that they've testified under oath in front of Congress and they've said that they don't see any evidence of criminality of Joe Biden? They've testified uh, okay. under oath. In you front can't of just Congress. In, you can't just investigate somebody of, just because. Yes, there has to can. be actual evidence. There, there is actual evidence. Anybody Where? who watched. There is actual On evidence. Newsmax? Where? No, it's not even Newsmax. CNN talks about it. MSNBC. Tell me. Where the, is it? What? The connections between what connection? Where's the, connection? the evidence? Can I finish? Yes, please. The connections between Joe Biden, his conversations with with Chinese companies, his involvement with Chinese owned companies and and him making connections as the mediator and the go between with his sitting president father and when his father was vice president and that has that been is a prime that that right is inv been investigated by whom the doj the republicans the and they're republicans this is not a political there's issue no evidence there, there is no polit there is no republican investigation it should and be a doj getting, investigation and an fbi investigation let me ask you a question where is where are you getting the information that joe biden illegally took meetings at because of his son made his family money and he made money off of it. You're rolling your eyes, but you're just making blatant statements that have not been proven. Statements. Okay, this is the thing. If it, Let's just say this wasn't Joe Biden, that this was just Joe Schmo on a city council or the mayor of some city somewhere, and there were and those type of accusations were made. Do you not think that there would be an investigation of any type of- And when did this of, happen? When did what happen? Was he a vice president? Was he the sitting president? When it, did he have these conversations? When he was the vice president okay, so and when he, he was the president. So you're making the claim that Joe Biden had meetings, which, by the way, are not illegal, with uh, foreign adversaries. And you're claiming that it was about some what business was it? What was it? Because I don't know. What? They're, they're, and and I, could, I could actually pull the um, the the actual statements and the things that were made by mm -hmm. other witnesses who turned states evidence on them who came out when all this was coming out. So, but most of the evidence was from the treasure trove of the the laptop that I know a lot of people want to forget, but the laptop really exists. And those those conversations came from that laptop. Okay, so and that is enough evidence to okay. investigate. So there's nothing on that laptop that anyone has put forth that proves that there's any criminality with Joe Biden. That's number one. Number two, there's all no of a sudden, I find this interesting that all of a sudden you care about witnesses. So I ask you, what would you say about all the cooperating witnesses that have testified in regards to Donald Trump's criminality? Do you give them credence or is that just political? And it's only if it's, it's already but the, he's already been indicted. He's been indicted. So okay? the witnesses, you think that's credible? I then. don't know. I don't know if they're credible or not. You know why? Because they're that's what a trial is for. Are they credible that's with what, Joe Biden? Because you said there's witnesses there. Okay, there's a difference. Okay. I agree. Let one me, is under no, oath and no, one is not. No, let me let me break it down. There's a difference. If you're indicted, 
there's already been an investigation and they indicted you. Mm-hmm. No witnesses have been under oath that have but said I'm Joe saying, Biden is committed. In fact, it's been the opposite. Who's he- put? Okay. So did the, did the FBI and the DOJ investigate this? The DOJ. Did, did, I'm asked, did, did, uh, and I'm answering. The DOJ was asked under oath and they said there was no. That, that's that's there the one members, I asked. There, okay. Th- I'm telling you why there's not an investigation. In the House chambers, Gymnasium Jordan and the other right wing buffoons that are in there were questioning the DOJ, members of the DOJ, and they were asked the same questions that you were asked, and they always gave the same answer. And you know what that answer was? We saw no sufficient evidence that an investigation needed to be. <laughs> now, you can laugh at that all you like, but you haven't because, presented me any because, evidence that because, Joe Biden broke the law, and neither have any Brian, of your Republican colleagues. Brian, I'm not talking, I'm not in the political world of republicans and democrats you're right not now. you don't work for the I, doj either. i'm talking about i am talking about american tax dollars that fund the doj the fbi and so you think it should the be entire, defunded and the and the no i don't oh okay and I'm the just entire government no i don't i'm saying some republicans feel that way i'm saying that they should be neutrally investigating you're talking about witnesses on cases that where Donald Trump has already been indicted versus um, there's nothing to see here, folks. No, so not going to even invest. No, we're not going to ask questions. We're not even we're not even going to verify that the laptops we're not even going to we're not going to we're not going to talk. to. There's to, nothing to, in the witnesses. laptop that correlated Joe Biden to, to doing anything wrong. And that's been proven. Um, you use the term neutrally investigated uh. just because somebody is investigated and is facing 91 felonies. Doesn't mean you use the justice system and say, boy, well, we need to investigate that Joe Biden because I heard I'm using that. I don't want my children to be taken over that our country will be not safe and secure because we're selling out to foreign countries. And there's no evidence that Joe Biden did that. There's no you know what? It's like what came first, the chicken or the egg. That's what we're doing right here. There's no evidence because there's no investigation. (laughs) In order there there's to, no ev- there's no there's no evidence Rhonda, you're an attorney. No investigation. in order there to be an investigation there has to be a reason why they're investigating and you do know that yes, right yes i do you and the reason why they're investigating and, and they could it's enough that that all the all the information that was on hunter biden's you have the information laptop. that was on hunter biden's it's laptop? all over the media even your even the liberal stations are talking about it and st- well briefly but now it just miraculously what, what went did joe away. biden do where's the evidence on hunter biden's it's laptop it's conversations that here's talking about the big guy, which they're referring to as as his dad, Joe Biden. I mean, just like there's wiretaps that w- happened with the mob. There's wiretaps that happened with criminal organizations today, gang members and all that. They all have their code names. That's Joe Biden. But if you're not looking and investigating, of course, you're not going to find any evidence because they don't want to find any evidence. And I'm and and you keep going back to Donald Trump's 91 um, counts and his indictments. However, the difference is, is that there are indictments because the FBI and the DOJ chose to investigate these these alleged crimes instead of these alleged crimes. Okay. I, again, I don't know what alleged crimes you're speaking of when it comes to. I just to, said it. I know, okay. Let's you, start with espionage. You made you made a let's, statement let's, about let's Hunter talk about Biden's give, laptop. Let's talk about giving American <laughs> secrets. And let's talk about giving American There's secrets. There's no evidence and, that Joe and, Biden and, gave and Americans. And giving advantages where's over your evidence foreign that companies. Jo- where, where did you hear that Joe Biden gave American secrets away for money? Where, where are you getting this stuff from? This is crazy stuff. No, Rhonda. it's not crazy. What we know is that Donald Trump gave away American secrets and gave it to people without security clearances. It's caught on audio. If you could find me an audio tape of Joe Biden oh, doing yeah. that, then I'm with so you. So this, so yeah. 
An audio Where's tape. It? Oh, so we need to have it on audio tape. So now we need to have evidence. We have, no, now it's be something. That, you, and you can't that just is say en- something. And that is enough evidence, is what I'm telling you. What to is open enough an evidence? investigation. F- that you're claiming that Joe Biden sold our secrets. Did That's- you? It, did you? Did you see any any of the things that were on Hunter Biden's laptop? Did you read some of the messages? In the so you had Hunter Biden's laptop. You worked for the DOJ. You saw the information. Did I say that? Where did you get it from? Did I say that? Then where did you get it from? From the the things that were released, and who released them, and what entity? Um, CNN and and what and did Fox, you, and MSNBC? What, so what did CNN um, release? Let's start. Congress with CNN. Congress has Congress has them as well. Uh-huh. So you're saying Congress is presenting? Okay, false, false so so let's go with that for a moment. And, and, Hold on, and, let me, I'm and, glad you mentioned that. Let's go with that. You're claiming that Congress has all the insides. I didn't hun- say all the insides. Right, but some credible information of some wrongdoing or lawbreak. The on. things that were found on Hunter gotcha. Biden's okay. laptop. Hunter so Biden's laptop case, information. Gotcha. So if that's the case, and by the way, I don't know if you're aware, but Comer and the Republicans and attorneys, they have subpoenas everywhere. They've had bank records. They've been investigating the Bidens forever. So if what you're saying is true, which I don't believe it to be true, but if it was true, and they would have access to the laptop. And if there was such wrongdoing on that laptop, they would have already presented it. They haven't. You know Why? Because there's nothing there that correlates so Joe Biden to you're committing specu- a crime. So you're speculating. You're the one that's speculating. You no, say I'm not. You, know you just said there's nothing there. You just said if, where is if, it? if, where if, is if. It? If Congress has it, where is it? Why haven't the Republicans? They're trying. Republicans, I think we could agree, are trying to do everything and, they can to prove things, that Joe Biden and broke you know the law. What? And those things have been leaked. And those things have been talked about. But you know what? Let's go back to the Constitution. All right. There's three branches of government. Each one has their power. The con- Congress. Both houses of Congress, that's the legislative branch. They make laws, right? You yeah, know who, well, in, you know who enforces, <laughs> you know who enforces the law and investigates the lawbreakers? That's the executive branch. That's Joe Biden. Congress doesn't have the power to send the FBI and the DOJ out there to investigate. That's not within, there's a separation of powers. So if, if there really would be an investigation, a real, Real investigation. So the Republicans, the executive, that's not a real the executive branch, yeah. the executive branch would have to so do. So you it. would agree then that Comer and Jim Jordan, that's not a real investigation. What they're doing with the Bidens, you're making that case, and I agree with you, right? That that it, it, they're because they not don't a real ha- investigation. They don't have the power. They have the power to subpoena. They don't have witnesses. the power that the FBI. Oh my God! I mean, Brian, please. We this can't. So that's be not a real. That's not you a real don't investigation. Think, do you, so you're telling me that you think Congress has equal power as the department? Never said the Congress DOJ. had. I never said. Okay. I never so said Congress same, had equal power. So you power. think so? The, so so Congress can go out and investigate a crime like the DOJ and the FBI can. Do we have somebody? Do we have? I didn't take any phone calls. We only have about six or seven minutes. Oh my god! Should I take phone calls? All right. Seven zero two. Take a breath here. Seven zero two 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 one seven two eight three. And again, that number if you want to be a part of the show. Seven zero two 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 one seven two eight three. Go ahead, Al. Two hours of sleep. How we doing, Brian? Rhonda's is very angry at me because uh, because uh, because well, we're having a spirited uh, I, so, debate. Uh, so I think she's so very I, angry at me, but but I love Rhonda. So go ahead. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask a similar question to what Rhonda's been asking you, just a little bit differently. Let's take everything out, throw everything out, and if there were enough of these clues that I'm taking, let's just transpose what's out there about Joe Biden today. If there were enough of those clues that you've seen to date, but they were associated with Donald Trump, would you be saying the same thing? There isn't enough for an investigation. I'm going to hang up and let you discuss that because I think I know your answer. 
All right, so, you have a good day. So if Joe Biden uh, had 25-plus women that accused him of sexual assault, if Joe Biden was a liable rapist, if Joe Biden said that the election was stolen, if he had lost an election, let's just say, uh, if there was an insurrection uh, because Joe Biden lied and said the election was stolen, if Joe Biden defied a subpoena for a year the way that Donald Trump did when it came to classified documents— uh, if I thought that Joe Biden was a threat to our democracy, you're damn right I'd be saying the same thing. So to answer Al's question, who do we have uh, next? You answer Al's question. And I want to say every single, every single sitting politician who incited riots during the 2020 elections, mm-hmm. during the riots, mm-hmm. um, should be facing the same charges. I agree. That, I, that Donald Trump is. I agree. Uh, well, when it comes to incitement, well, but Donald a, Trump is not facing an incitement. Well, charge, well they which actually I did it. They actually got yeah. up there and, and actually told people to get out in the streets and tear SHIT up. So you're sitting, you're sitting member you're of talking, Congress. Are you talking about you're, Black Lives Matter? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about sitting, oh. I'm talking about sitting. Oh. Congrat- well, now well, she's Rudy there. Giuliani's in a lot of legal trouble no, and there well, were others. So you pivot. You there were others that incited. Well, no, you're are talking you sure? about. You should, be a, you should be a lawyer because you you're, know how to you're, pivot very you're, well. I'm not pivoting. I thought you were, question. were you mentioning? Uh, no, I was mentioning Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris incited violence? Kamala Harris. What did she do? I'm. And what um, what's her name? She's the mayor of L.A. now. I mean, what she's the she? one that told people to get out in the streets and tear S.A. Uh, no, up. Maxine Waters did not say and that. I didn't say Maxine Waters. Um, um, what's her name? She was a congressman. Okay, well, here's something mayor, that I'll do. That, LA. Here's something that I'll do right. that I'm not sure you will do. If anybody said something like that if, and use that kind of well, because I, I don't know, I don't know. What I mean, the violence. You know how many people okay, died uh, on the 2020 Rhonda, riots versus January 6th. Okay, let's Sorry. take another call because I'm running out of time. But if anybody talks like that, I obviously would go after them for it. Seven zero two two two. Veronica's next. Hi, Veronica. Hi, Brian. You are such. You are so good. I don't. I, I'm getting a headache from listening to this idiot. I am black, and I'm a black voter. How come you didn't ask her about Putin in the White House and um, all these dictators that this man and the Australian billionaire that he, he share um, secrets with? Well, you can ask her yourself. I'll let her respond to that. Go ahead. I don't want to talk to that fool. I really don't. Okay. Well, I mean, well, I- this is America, and um, what I is her last name? Because I have to Google I, this I idiot. I've never heard her before. And I can express myself because here we have a First Amendment right, and um, and you can call me whatever name you want. To, I don't but talk it to idiot anymore. It doesn't make you any smarter by insulting me. Well, I agree with that, but uh, t- to uh, t- to an. But to I didn't understand defense. the question because all I heard well, was insults because that is exactly what that is exactly what um, Donald Trump does. No, every no day? that's exactly oh, what okay. a lot of people do. A lot of people who drink a lot of black Americans you, and those ones. And I, I know she's she's got to be an immigrant American um, feel about black people who choose their party. But if you know American history and like I said, my family fought on the both sides um, both sides of my think, family fought in the Civil War from the very beginning and the conception but, of this country. Would you admit? And my husband's family was was signed the Mayflower Compact. Uh, so do, I'm just saying, I don't, I don't, I don't have. I and, mean, somebody and was, I don't, and I don't discount yeah. that. But okay. I wish more. So people, I wish more people would not. I wish discount more discount me as a Black American. I, I, maybe I wish more people in general that are leaders of this country or former leaders wouldn't insult people every day. And like she Donald missed Trump the whole has. point of protecting. Uh, protected class of um, of Americans who got left out of the arbitration bill. Let's right? go to the next call real quick. But I'm the idiot. 702-221-7283. Let's go to Paul. What's up, Paul? Hey, Brian. Um, yeah, I, 
I, I mean, I know the last call is frustrated. I don't think it's cool to be calling people stupid and stuff. I think when you get the name calling, then you know better than the Republicans in Congress. So I don't think that's helpful at all. But it's got to be frustrating for you, Brian, because your guest still hasn't given any facts, right? It's like, hey, Brian, what time is it? Have you seen Hunter Biden's laptop? Hey, Brian, what are you doing on vacation? Have you seen Hunter Biden's laptop? Like, you've told her over and over and over again. And all she does is deflect and gaslight. I don't understand deflect. how she sits there. <laughs> I, I didn't deflect I, one question. I answered every single question. I'm, you haven't given him any evidence about Hunter Biden's laptop. What evidence? Every, you, what's, your, what's, what's your definition of evidence? Am, am I going to go out there and, 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 and like have the FBI uh, go investigate Hunter Biden? Can I do that? I don't have the power because, to do that. So what evidence? No, the there's pro- called a prima facie case, and there's enough to start an investigation. But I don't have the power to force the FBI or the DOJ to do an investigation. There should be an investigation. Can, can I finish my you thought? You have to agree. Okay? There should be an investigation. It doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on. It should sure. be an investigation. You know what? I, I believe that Pete the Magic Dragon's real. Let's open an investigation because I believe it to be real. Hey, Bigfoot could be real, might be real, potentially could be real. So let's open an investigation. But the bigger problem, Ron, is this. If I gave you 500 hours of Donald Trump admitting that he committed a crime, you know what you would do? Put Hunter Biden's laptop. Put her emails. Put Antifa. But Black Lives Matter, because that's all you prejudge have. Prejudge me. That's prejudging. Yeah. Paul, you don't know I, what I'm I would do. Paul, we only have a minute to go here. I wish it's my fault. Paul, this is my fault. See, I take responsibility. No, I should have okay. taken phone calls earlier in the show. I'm no, sorry don't worry to about it. I good. apologize, Paul. Next time I'll do that, I apologize to Rhonda and the listeners. Uh, I know we have a lot more people on hold. I can't it's do all good, it. Man. The show's over. Somebody I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Paul. I got to go, buddy. Let me start by saying this. I know Rhonda's very angry at me, but I love it when she comes in, and I love these kind of debates. I think she does, too, to no, be honest. I'm not, I'm not angry. She's a little no, tired, but I'm she not, does, No, too. you know what? You know what, Brian? You and I are fine. It's your it's your callers that I have issues with. Because, <laughs> you don't have an issue with me? <laughs> no, because they don't know, because we debate. I've never, we have well, never called each other out of our names. We never call, you've never called. I don't like it when somebody calls in and immediately calls you a name I, any like, more than I don't like it when somebody calls in and calls me a name. Um, no, it's wrong on, but, bo- on both sides. So I agree with you there. I would say that we had a former president that still does that today, and I don't think you like his behavior either. I don't agree with that on either side of the aisle. But if somebody says something that is really dumb, says something that is not factually accurate, I do call them you out on the show from dumb. time to time. And no, um, your word is moron, okay? We already Well, I mean, you know, if somebody's, <laughs> if, if a caller's, <laughs> that is buffoon. <laughs> Buffoon's my favorite word. Rhonda, I appreciate you being here. Uh, it's always a fun two hours and we lose calories. Is so it two hours good. already? It's been a fun two hours. Uh, wow. Didn't even take a break. That's my fault. But uh, anyway, I appreciate you being here as always. I hope you'll come back. You're of always welcome. You're always welcome back. back. Get more sleep next time. I will. Okay, and uh, we'll have a good time next time you come in. Rhonda Kennedy running for U.S. Senator. We, I want to talk about Israel with you next time. Can we do that next time? Yeah. Okay. I will start with that topic when, next time you come back in. Fair? I promise. Fair. Fair. Scout's on. All right, Rhonda Kennedy, everybody. Thank you, everybody, for joining us everywhere. We'll see you tomorrow.